Andrew Jackson has the dubious honor of being the first president to have an assassination attempt made upon his life. Picture this. 63-year-old Andrew Jackson is walking across the Capitol Rotunda. Richard Lawrence, an unemployed house painter, moves to the front of the crowd. He fires two pistol shots into the president. By luck, both pistols misfire. The aging Jackson charges the attempted assassin, beating him to the ground with his cane. Uh, That may be how it happened. Another story says Davy Crockett was in the rotunda that day and tackled the assassin, bringing him to the ground. Jackson's biographer, James Parton, described the assassin. The prisoner was proved to be a maniac. His name was Lawrence. He was an English house painter who had been long out of employment. Hearing on all sides that the country had been ruined by the measures of General Jackson, the project of assassinating him had fastened itself in his crazy brain. Jackson himself believed the man was a tool of his political enemies and was put up to it by them. Harriet Martineau wrote, When I did go to the White House, I took the briefest possible notice to the President of the insane attempt of Lawrence, but the word roused his ire. He protested in the presence of many strangers that there was no insanity in the case. He protested that there was a plot, and that the man was a tool. Jackson was no stranger to death or weapons. In his lifetime he fought three duels, faced down the Creek Indians, and ultimately fought the final battle of the War of 1812 at New Orleans. From all accounts, Jackson was a combative, foul-mouthed youth. He was born on March 15, 1767. The exact location of his birth is uncertain. Jackson says he was born in the Waxhaw Settlements. Because the settlement was located at the crossroads of North and South Carolina, both states claim Jackson as their own. His father died in early March of 1767, just before his birth. His mother, Elizabeth Jackson, taught young Andrew to read and write when he was five. What learning he received was less than perfect. A cursory glance at any of his military orders or letters will show his spelling was far from perfect. When Jackson was thirteen, he joined his brothers in the colonial army and served as a courier. His brother Hugh and he were soon captured and imprisoned by the British. During his stay in prison, Jackson contracted smallpox. It is said he received the scar on his forehead from a British officer's sword for refusing to polish the officer's boots. That was in 1781. His mother died the same year from dysentery she contracted while nursing American prisoners on British prison ships. His brothers Hugh and Robert died serving in the Revolutionary War. Andrew Jackson became an orphan at age 14. Not long after his mother's death, he worked as a teacher for one winter. The next year he began studying the law with a lawyer named Spruce McKay. In 1787 he finished his legal studies with Judge John Stokes and became a member of the North Carolina Bar. Jackson had a mean temper and fought at least three duels in his lifetime. When he was fifteen an officer named Galbraith threatened to thrash him. Jackson warned the officer not to try anything, threatening to shoot him dead if he gave him any trouble. His first duel took place in 1788. The 21-year-old Jackson was ridiculed by Revolutionary War hero 
Wait still Avery, and demanded satisfaction. Clearer heads took charge by the time they met to fight, and both men agreed to miss when they fired. Jackson's next duel was with Tennessee Governor John Sevier in 1802. Jackson, who at this time was a judge on the Tennessee Supreme Court, accused the ex-governor of dealing in forged land warrants. Sevier burst into his chambers brandishing a sword and demanded satisfaction. The duel was scheduled to be fought in Virginia, but never took place. Jackson's final duel took place at Harrison's Mill, Kentucky, where he faced down Charles Dickinson. The men stood twenty-four feet apart. Dickinson fired first, putting a ball in Jackson's chest. To his surprise, Jackson barely reacted. Instead, he leveled his pistol, took deliberate aim, and shot Charles Dickinson dead.